Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Brandon, and I'm Steve. How's it going, bud? Not bad, dude. How are you doing? You know, I'm I'm hanging in there, man. It is, uh, you know, we're we're in the middle of of November at this point. We've uh, we we've had our first official snow. Get that? Um, it was terrible. Know, it was terrible. Uh, kids were trick or treating and saying Merry Christmas all in the same uh, in the same same sentence. So I mean. Yeah, that did happen, which was uh, great fun uh, yeah. for all of those involved. Um, uh, me and uh, Nate walked, uh, I think, four miles we did. Yeah. Um, he just wanted to keep going. So we kept going because that's what, that's what you know, winners do. Absolutely. Yeah, winners going. just keep on winning. Absolutely. So did that and, um, you know, went there and he, he got a bunch of candy. Yeah. And like people weren't even, I mean, I, I think there was less houses this year than there were. Dude, you know, I, mean, I thought the same thing. They were more spaced out. Like there wasn't very many. And then my, uh, like where, like my hometown, uh, I'm, you know, from Michigan. Yeah. They actually canceled um, Halloween. <laughs> Why, Steve? Because of snow. Eight and a half inches. And a bunch of power outages and everything else. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. So they canceled. They canceled Halloween, and they started. They did it on Saturday afterwards. So like they did Halloween on November fourth. Wow. So like, and you know, if it were me and I was those kids or that age, um, I would have found a community that was doing Halloween a Halloween. Yeah. And then reused that costume and went out. Absolutely. Because yeah. You know, yeah. strike strike with the iron's hot you don't find uh don't find free candy very often absolutely absolutely so yeah so but trick or trip was good though i i had a good time i good, was actually man. quite quite happy about the whole deal nice um i don't know but it's it's uh we're out of october we're out, we're of, out of october guys last week you heard uh another uh guest episode uh that we recorded uh, it was a two for a two for one deal that night of recording with zaga and you heard the wu-tang clan enter the wu-tang 36 chambers last week tuesday and uh this week's a little different steve just a little just, just a little just a touch yeah a touch a touch different um, absolutely I think, I think she could probably do uh hip-hop though i'm sure th- like kind of like an ed sheeran how ed sheeran does hip-hop yeah, I'm she sure shows up after it, and it could be real good. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her do it, but she could do it. She's talented as all get up. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, dude, we're talking. We're talking about Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, we are. Her album, um, in these silent days. Yeah. Um. Now, before I get into Brandy Carlisle, I got a little bit on her. Um. Yeah. How familiar were were you with Brandy Carlisle? I mean, I know of Brandy Carlisle, but I can't say I've ever like intentionally listened to her outside of this um episode so um i know of her i know people who are fanatics of her um somebody you know like work somebody from from my 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 place of employment knows it just loves her Mm -hmm. um so yeah awesome so that's kind of the same boat i was familiar with her i kind of knew that she was um Singer songwriter esque, yeah, 
you know, there. I've heard a couple things that she's done because she's done some stuff for TV um, and whatnot. We'll get into that here in a minute. But um, and she's kind of been like the countercultural, like female star. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm familiar with her. Now, I actually did go. I saw her live. You did? Uh, with Pink. It was at Comerica Park, right? Comerica Park, yep. In August, she she opened for Pink. Um, Fantastic live. Uh, she played a few of these songs on this album. She played some other ones too. Um, a bunch of her hits, and she did a few covers. She does a lot of covers. Um, okay. But she's, dude, she was fun. Okay. Very interesting. I think I'd go see her, just her. And it was funny because um, she talked about playing in Detroit quite frequently with her band. Yeah. But they would play like, like clubs that were like two to five thousand people. Okay. And she was at Comerica Park. That place. And is there huge. were like. 80,000 people there. It was a massive fucking show because it was pink yeah. and it was the baseball field and right. people all the baseball field and all the grandstands were full. So she was like, wow. this is." And then she was actually, she commented on stage that um, throughout the tour, but in Comerica especially, like 75% of the people were at the show and they were sitting and watching her and like listening to her play. And that's... Mm-hmm. It's not normal for an opener, even though she was like the, she wasn't a, a like a second headliner. She was the like pre-opener before. Right. She was like the feature. Yeah. Um, it's still not typical. Like, there was a lot of concerts that Tina and I went to this year where we showed up, like, for like that second to last band, maybe. Yeah. And like we never really caught the opener because we were just like, yeah, really, I paid to see that person. Right. I didn't pay to see that person. Right. I mean, well, I know, went to- I've heard of a lot of people who went to that concert at Comerica to see Brandy. Mm-hmm. Like they paid to see her, not necessarily Pink, and they just got Pink out of the deal. And so, Pink was a hell of a, she put on a hell of a show. But I mean, freaking Spider-Man we up saw, to grandstands. Yeah, we went and saw All American Rejects and New Found Glory. New Found Glory was mm-hmm. the opener for All American yeah. Rejects. New Found Glory was awesome. All American <laughs> yeah. Rejects was fucking terrible. Yeah, we talked about that. We did. Because I asked you, I was like, does all American rejects live up to their their past? And you're like, absolutely not. And I was like, no, oh, that's a bummer. No, they did not hold up. Um, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, but uh, right. Or whatever that guy was on. Um, I will never see that band the same way ever again. But uh, it's it's one of those things where you pay to see these shows and they don't, just don't show up. And then sometimes you just find an opener that's like, wow, they're really good. I yeah. wonder, you know check out their stuff and and i did oh uh, i was pretty interested with uh with what she done there and like tina had actually she did a i'll talk about it in a second but she did a documentary on hbo um she did a, a, a live stream of one of her concerts at laurel canyon and then okay. there was a documentary that was going along with that and it was recorded HBO was recorded hbo and tina watched it she went through her whole story how she's um she's a lesbian i'm not sure if you knew that I mean, just looking at her hairstyle on the cover of this album, I figured. She's also a devout Christian. Oh, cool. So, like, big-time big, big time family faith and everything else. Uh, I think her wife is from England. Okay. They spend Ooh, nice. a lot of time over there, so it's, like, back and forth. And Love a good English accent. Oh, yeah. she She's she's from, like, the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's really, really down-to-earth kind of just person. She it's seems just, like it. Shoots the shit, wants to do her thing. So let's get into some Brandy Carlisle here. So she's Brandy Marie Carlisle, American singer, songwriter from Ravensdale, Washington, which is 
just southeast of Seattle. Now, Ravensdale does sound like a Washington name, like right. But that sounds like a Pacific Northwest name, like it does. It's, like a fucking, it's a fucking Twilight name for sure. Yeah. Um. Now she's been active since 2004. Damn near 20 years. She's been wow. going. All right. Uh, she's dabbled in uh, several different genres of music: folk rock, uh, alternative country, Americana, and classic rock are her kind of like four big ones. Okay. But again, I could see her doing hip hop because what the fuck not. Sure. Um, so she was nominated. Um, she's also oh, she's received nine Grammys. She's won nine Grammys. Wow. On twenty five nominations. Okay. She's, she's pretty got a pretty it's good pretty record good. there. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, the sixty first Grammys, which was two thousand eighteen, she was the most nominated female artist in the sixty first Grammys. She had six nominations on that one. Oh wow! Including album of the year the first time, record of the year, and song of the year. Um, so she had three of the four big ones. Wow. She was nominated for three of the four big ones that year. Um, she didn't win any of them that year, but mm-hmm. uh, she's she's pretty high up there. Uh, 2019, she formed the High Woman uh, band. It's like the Highwaymen, which was uh, Willie Whalen and Chris Christopherson. Oh. Uh, but she formed the band with uh, Maren Morris, Amanda Shires, and Natalie Hemby. Now, Amanda Shires and Natalie Hemby um, are the two lesser known of that group of people. Maren Morris is a big country artist. Um, the other two are also country artists, but they do a lot of writing. They're songwriters okay. for country for for female country artists for sure. Okay. Now, this group did actually win a Grammy for Best Country Song in 2021 for their crack through the track called Crowded Table. Um, but again, very folksy. I feel like I've heard that track. Very Americana country. Sure. Old school country. Yeah. Um now so I was reading over her stuff, and like I said, I've kind of like listened to her a lot in the last couple of months, listening mm-hmm. to her live and whatnot, but I found a quote about her music process and i i thought this actually was pretty cool how she described it and i think it relates to our podcast a little bit okay and she said to me rock and roll isn't really a genre it's more of a recklessness or risk the more something gets ironed out and sure of itself the less it becomes rock this is actually referencing the fact that um she doesn't put out demos she just goes straight from the studio and off the hip all right they write something, they get the music set up for it, and they just go do it. They don't record it a bunch of times. They don't nitpick it. No, they just do it. Fuck it. Send right. it. Let's go. I was like, that sounds like our podcast. Yep. <laughs> like, do you write a lot of stuff? Sometimes. I mean, Sometimes I write I it. I write, yeah, right. It just depends on the, the episode, really. Exactly. Now, uh, for her, she's got seven studio albums, one live album, 31 singles. Um, some of those uh, she's had actually had songs uh, featured on Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice, the spinoff to Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. as well. So she's I didn't, I didn't know that in, was a spinoff. Interesting. Yep, okay. Been in uh, popular culture quite uh, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how many Spotify listeners do you think that she's pulling? Twelve point two. Wait, right off the hip. I like it. Uh, five, just under five. Four point oh, nine. Okay. Four point nine seven. That was me shooting off the hip and then hitting the saloon doors on like a half a mile away. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> right. oh, poor guy. Um, so this album, In These Silent Days, it's her seventh studio album. Uh, she's just putting out new music now. I just saw it on Spotify a second ago. Yep. Um, she's, this one was released October 1st, 2021. So it's just over two years old. Yeah. 
Uh, it's 10 tracks, 38 minutes long. Perfect. Perfect. Length there. And, and tracks. Kiss to music. The track, not the number of tracks to the note to like how long that was. Amazing. Yeah. Um, album was written during the early stages of COVID, the COVID 19 pandemic. So nice. 20, like 2019, 2020 mm-hmm. range. Um, the track, uh, Throwing Good After Bad was the first track that was written. Oh, nice um, track on the album. Yep. Very first track that she wrote for this one. Uh, you, Me, and The Rock was written about Brandy's wife. Um, and um, Mama Werewolf's about her kids. You know, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So thanks here. But uh, album was produced by Shooter Jennings, the son of Waylon Jennings, also a country artist. Oh, I um, know that. Okay. And Dave Cobb, who worked with Chris Stapleton, Sturgill Simpson, and Jason Isbell, among others, and played guitar on this album. Nice. So uh, Dave Cobb is a big one in the uh, like outlaw, new outlaw country type, yeah, uh, vibe of uh, music here, which makes sense as why he did this one too. Yeah. Um, album received seven Grammy nominations, including three for best Amer- Americana album and uh, best rock song and performance. It's, it's won those three, so one best Americana. Mm-hmm. Um, it won Best Rock Song and Best Rock Performance. It was nominated for Album of the Year, which is why it's being featured on the podcast. Which is why we're doing it, yeah. Because uh, we do every Album of the Year um, album. Um, good, bad, or otherwise, we do them anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And it's there. But uh, the the Best um, Rock Song and Rock Performance were won for the track Broken Horses. Okay. More on that one later. Yep. Um, I'm sure. Album peaked at number 11 on the Billboard 200, but did top the rock chart and the Americana charts. Um, and as I said before, concert film that uh, was called Brandy Carlisle in the Canyon Haze, live from Roll Canyon, was live streamed um, in September of 2022 at IMAX theaters. So she played a live wow. a live show and they live streamed it at select IMAX theaters the same, the same time. That's sweet. Live. So uh, that cool. that show and the subsequent documentary along with the show was released July 1st of uh, 2023. In that show, she does actually cover uh, David Bowie's song Space Oddity. Oh, uh, she's a huge Bowie fan. Um, I can see that. Bowie and Joni Mitchell, um, mm-hmm. which you, if you could probably hear Joni Mitchell quite frequently. on For her sure. She, two singles, man. Interesting. Right on time. Mm-hmm. And you, me, and the rock were the two singles. Back to the back, first, the first two songs in the album Leading were the singles. All right. So, a little bit about Brandy Carlisle. I didn't go a whole lot deep on her. Love um, it. figure we're doing three podcasts today, so that's like uh, I'm gonna just keep her kind of touched here. But absolutely, she, she's been around for 20 years, but she's not really been in the, in the limelight, which is what she likes to do. Kind of does her thing, stays low, and just does like it. it. So. Let's get into it, man. What was your favorite track? Man, I picked Mama Werewolf as my favorite track. Uh, the thing about this track that I really enjoyed was that drive in the groove that the drums were provi- providing for this one. You know, you got that kick, dr- kick drum kind of giving it that train vibe. You're just kind of chugging along. Uh, it just keeps that pace, just goes through and provides that solid stepping stone to kind of build the rest of the track, I feel. Mm-hmm. The track overall uh, isn't bad um, at all. Um, I really mostly was drawing on the music coming primarily from from the kit on on that track. So for me, Mama Werewolf 
uh, musically was my favorite. Uh, what about you? Um, I picked Broken Horses. Yeah. Um, I love the vibe of this track being one of the more rock tracks on the album. She does yeah. kind of mix the genres up a little bit here. And uh, Brandy lets freaking loose here on this one too. She just goes off. Um, the band kind of gives you that old like Chris Stapleton style, like outlaw country feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandy kind of shows her vocal range and control, like her vocal control of, of like dropping, dropping her octaves down or hitting different notes and going for it. Yeah. Um, when they played this one live, this was the jam track that they kind of introduced the band to and let everybody kind of do their like their thing on it too, mm-hmm. which it lends perfectly to that in like a, a concert setting. Like you're gonna let right. your your bass player and your guitar players all just kind of Riff jam a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was one of the bigger songs that she played live, but dude, I loved it. I felt it was it was a highlight of of her set and a highlight of the album. So. Great. For me, that was it. So I love it. It was Broken Horses was my favorite. Sweet, man. All right. It is time for our first game of the night. It is time for the In These Silent Wings. Wang, let's play Wang. Let's play Wang. What association and game. Wang, what association and game. Wang, Wang. So, Wang game is me today. It is. Are you ready? I am rip roaring ready to go. That's what she said. All right. I got two, but I might have a third one. Again, that's what she said. I hope not, but it works out. Hey, the belly button counts. Ooh, ooh, ooh. (laughs) Ooh, I'm going to just leave that one alone. (laughs) For, Uh, for, I don't want to get canceled today. Right. Mm -hmm. Next week. We'll get canceled next week. Yeah. All right. Never Brandon. Uh Sinners, Saints, and Fools. No, you got at least two of those. Oh, okay. All right. Depending uh, on the day, sometimes all three. Never me. Never you. Right on time. Also a very, a very good um guess, and that was close, but no. Stay gentle. I've heard you're very gentle, actually. I am a gentle giant. Uh, not me. Think of your softball career. Um, throwing good after bad. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Brandon was not was a coach pitch coach, but did not pitch because he just threw bad after bad. It's true. And I, kept right. getting, and I kept getting yelled at by the peanut gallery, a.k.a. my wife. Stop arcing it. Again, that's what she said. Um, you a little know, to the left. little to the left. 13 inches to the left. I don't have 13 inches to give. Anyway, it's a joke for another time, guys. Oh, what am I going to do after the, after, the, after the first two inches? Right? Oh, no. Can't go, just push it a little bit harder. Anyway. <laughs> It's gone off the rails. <laughs> you said harder, not faster. Right. Not that I've heard that before. Right. Son of a bitch. All right. Ah. I only have two now because I can't. I can't do that. Um. Second one. Yep. I'm not sure if you'll get this, but we'll see. Okay. As said by Walker and Texas Ranger. 
You and me on the rock? No. It's a pop culture reference. I'm not sure if you'll get it. It's kind of. Broken horses. It is broken horses. I that was a guess. Dude, it's it, well, it is broken horses, and I'll explain okay. it. Have you seen Talladega Nights? I've seen Talladega Nights, absolutely. Walker and Texas Ranger. Walker and Texas Ranger and Texas Ranger are his sons. Oh yes. You're gonna break us like wild horses, aren't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anarchy, right. anarchy. I don't know what that means, but I like saying it. Yeah. So right. we are we are the the Walker and Texas Ranger of this podcast because well one hundred percent and I don't know who's gonna break us probably Nevera probably but we we also I am the one screaming Anarchy or the one behind me I don't know what that means but I like saying it <laughs> yeah you you're the Nicholas Cage and I'm the um, Pablo Pascal <laughs> like the, you're one hundred percent I yeah. yes. <laughs> Yes, no, you're that's a hundred percent of how how a relationship is. I, I yeah. am the ringleader of all the stupid. Yeah. But it's usually pretty fun. For sure. Usually. I would say ninety nine percent of the time. But that one percent, who watched the fuck out? Absolutely. Right. Um, all right. So that was the Wang game. Love it. There was a couple other ones I could have went with on there, but I left them alone. I try to leave that yep. for everything else. Uh let's go into least favorites now. And I'll I'll go because I'm talking. I love uh, it. But I went with uh, this time tomorrow. Dude, samesies. Let's talk about it. Okay, so it's nitpicky for me. 100%. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so I picked this one because it's more folky than anything else. Yep. Uh, don't mind folk music, but it can be very slow and hard to keep my interest. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I do like the backing back, the backing vocalist here that worked really well with Brandy. I just, Ooh. it's just, it's not enough. Okay. I thought they that they played off each other well, and those backing vocalists did add something to the song. But okay. now that being said, I did hear them play this live, and it's so much better live. I, I, yeah. But it's it was just a snoozer um, on the album yep. here. So what what about yep. you? That the my reason is I did not like the harmony that was going really? on with that. I didn't like that duet that was going on. I felt like it was a little mm-hmm. bit much of a forced duet. But again, maybe that's one of those things where, like you said, it was better live. So maybe they play that... off each other a little better. Or they can see it, I think, a little differently. Right, for sure. And that's one thing too. It's like that you know, you and I listen to these albums, and you would almost think that like albums are like literally the polished turd of it all. But there are some times that like I would rather hear a song performed live in the moment because it's going to be a million times better than yes. the hundred times that they recorded it in the studio. You know what I mean? And I think, Agreed. so just playing off of, off of that, of our banter, I think that, you know, for you seeing this one and me just hearing the, it's just like, yeah, it may have been better live, but to me, I didn't, I just do it. was just not it for me. So. Yeah. It's, it just, Compared to the other tracks, it was the weak link. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not very many, it's not like there's it not was a lot of weak on here, and it's not like it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. It fit the album and what the album was trying to talk about, like mm-hmm. it, it fit in the narrative, but yeah, it was just the weakest link. And like that Australian or not Australian, that English old lady from the weakest link before it was Jane Lynch, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. And we try to stay true to the podcast method and actually do pick a least favorite. We and try. I'll, 
I will tell you if I pick a least favorite on the album we're doing at the end of November. Yeah. Like I stayed true to the podcast and did pick a least favorite for that album. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I did. And I, okay. Mm. Pay, pay. But, so come back in the end of November guys. And it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be one. It's going to be an episode. Yeah. Where not, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a rough one. I didn't want to listen to that album again. I love I that album, but I didn't want to listen to it again. Well, let's table this conversation for yes for a couple of, for a couple of weeks, Happens. Steve. Couple of weeks. I can't. I yeah. Well, uh, I understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In forty five minutes, we'll talk about it. So. Yes. Okay. So All sorry, right. guys. Behind the scenes, a little bit there. We record more of these at once. What? Um, so it's time for our second game. It is. We time are for our playing um the the Brandy Carlisle Shat Attack. I Shatner's Poetry Slam. Let's go. Woo. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, this is Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. All right, buddy. So it is my turn to now do the game for t- tonight, today, whenever yes. you listen to it. Yes, if you're is. listening to this at seven o'clock in the morning, absolutely. On, t- on, on Tuesday, on the 14th, mm-hmm. which, yeah. Anyway, so Steve. I've got two tracks uh, for you that I'm going to read the lyrics for you in a very monotone-esque uh, fashion, and you need to tell me which track I am referring to. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Don't go borrowing trouble. That's what you used to say. But we don't keep in touch the way we used to nowadays. Your eyes are not as bright as I remember them to be. The light letter to the past. Nope. The light inside's grown dim, and that's hard for me to see. The creases on your forehead run like treads on a tire. Jeez. The white stripe running through your bangs, a long and twisted spire. You're sweeping up the flies, and you've been vacuuming the fires, and you lay down every night. Next to a goddamn liar. Think centers and fools? Nope. You may be here today, but tomorrow you're a ghost. I guess the most someone can hope for is to find a place to lay. Someone to tell your secrets to when the nights get long and blue. Someone strong enough to lean on when the roses fall away. Strong enough to love you, song title. Someone strong enough to love you, song title. Do you know which track I am talking about? This time tomorrow? No, it is When You're Wrong. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she writes a lot of these too, so they're just deep as shit. Absolutely. All right. Here's your next one, buddy. Where the winds of change were blowing, there lived a God-fearing man. He was turning through the Bible, and he came up with a plan. He painted up a sign and held it high above his head, waved it proudly in the air, and this is what it read. You can't break the law. There are reasons for the rules. I keep things safe here for everyone. Saints, sinners, and fools. Yes, that was actually the next line. Good job, Steve. 
It helps when she writes like Dr. Seuss. Anyway, I like I like that. I was just like, that can't be that easy. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, it was that easy. So speaking of things that are easy, Steve, let's talk about those deep cut dark horse tracks. Um, I'll go first. And I picked Stay Gentle as my deep cut. Um, This for me, the story of this track is something I really think our world needs to hear these days. Um, Over the last handful of years, we we have all become so serious to the world, uh, myself included. I know I, ha- I, I know that I have become serious, and I, I, I think we need to get better about living and loving life a little bit. Stay gentle, the most powerful thing you can do. Uh, oh, gentle, unbreakable you. Those that is a lyric from from this this track. It's a great reminder. Just stay gentle, love one another. Um, it's not a terrible, um, terribly long song either, or even intense song but i think it, it packs a punch lyrically that, that mm-hmm. i wanted to 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 stay uh to talk about so for me stay gentle uh enjoy life a little bit don't be such a hard ass about life all the time you know enjoy it a little bit so stay gentle was my deep cut and i like that i think that's a lesson that we all should learn um it's hard though. I mean, I've I've been in a not, but in a not gentle um season recently. You don't like that word though. Well, you're right. I don't like that word, but it sometimes you live your life in seasons. Yeah, for sure. And you have to remind yourself, even when things are shit, that it's not everyone's fault that they're shit. It just is sometimes. Right. So um yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. It's different when I use that word. If I tell somebody that I'm in a season and somebody Absolutely. telling me that I'm in a season, it's different. You're in a season and you're like, you're about to get punched in the face. So. Uh, yeah. And that, that is a hundred percent truth there. So, um, Absolutely. but that's, that's not my deep cut. Okay. Uh, my, my deep cut. I don't even know why I had that fucking thing down. I don't just, I'm not using cool. that talking into that you're, one. You're, I, yeah. it's, it, it's, you know, it's, you've been used to what you've been doing at work all day today, Steve. I don't even know if you're you not, have something like that. Or you're no, wrong. I don't, but you're not wrong. I, okay. I, I don't know why I put it. I was just not thinking today. It's daylight savings time. is kicking my ass. 100%. Um, so my uh, deep cut was actually uh, one of your uh, wing, or not wing tracks, one of your Shatner tracks. I checked, I picked Saints and some Fools. Great track. Uh, reminds me a lot of a Led Zeppelin-esque storytelling track or storytelling song. Sure. Um. It's very whimsical and uh, lyrically, like over other tracks, has a bigger backing track that helps push it kind of over the top. Yeah. But it's it's brandy forward, which is what I like about this artist, this album, is that she is the star. It's not her band. Her band's great, and they do very good at backing her up. Yeah. But they let her talents go and take them as far as they're going to take them. Um. And she shows us that she can be just as powerful as those strong folk and rock women singers that came before her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's, a, it's, an, it's an homage situation for me, but the Saints, Sinners, and Fools kind of like, she gets a little bit of, of the the biblical side of her. She's a little religious mm-hmm. side, which is cool. She lets that kind of go. Sure. Um, and then just kind of runs with it. But I, I do like the storytelling vibe of what she's got going on with that one. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So Saints, Sinners, oh, and Fools was mine. So it's time to wrap this thing up, right? Let's do it. All right. So for me, 
in my opinion, Brandy Carlisle is our generation's Joni Mitchell with a little bit of like Janice kind of mixed in. But I believe that she can be better than them because she's using those artists that came before her as inspirations mm -hmm. while also plowing her own path. Um, I have become a fan of her just because of what I've read, what I've seen. Uh, I want to kind of check out her autobiography. She did put an autobiography out 2021 or 2022. Okay. Um, and I, I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed her live performance with Pink. Uh, she's engaging. She's fun. She played the crowd very well. This album has some slow points um sure it can be seen if you're not if you're thinking of it as like something that's gonna be super duper engaging mm -hmm. you're gonna be really disappointed mm -hmm. this is a, an album that um has fantastic flow throughout it's gonna keep you um entertained throughout there but it's a great back track like a good hangout chill music and you're gonna pick up something from it as you listen to it um, with her though like she's been in the industry for 20 years almost 20 years and mm -hmm. I think just now society wise or like commercial successfully wise we're just trying to we're just now seeing her best yeah of what she's doing so and I don't expect her to go anywhere anytime soon she's going to mm -hmm. be around for a lot longer so it's kind of nice to see somebody that's that's hitting their peak, even though it's 20 years in and the grind that the entertainment industry can be. For sure. And she's kind of hitting her peak and rolling this last, you know, three to five years. And she's just going to keep going and just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So um, I can't wait to see what else she does. And I'll, I'll be listening to it because it's it'll, my Spotify will tell me. Sure. Um, love the podcast, but it messes my algorithm all kinds of uh, 100%. Um, but uh, album-wise, I gave an 8 out of 10. I like, okay. I loved it. All right. What about you, man? Yeah. Um, it's. I think you hit it on the mark when you talked about, like, if you're looking for something that's going to, like, be a jam or a bop that you're going to just be, like, able to, like, clean the house with or, like, chill out by the pool. That's not this album by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it's kind of slow and meaningful, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. so if you're going to listen to this album, listen to it with the intentionality of listening to it or having it on in the background. Like you said, Steve, when you're just chilling, you know, especially this time of year, as things get, get cooler and you're inside more, you know, watch those leaves fall off the, the, the trees, you know, hang out by the fire, all that sort of stuff. Turn on this album. And I think you're in for, for a good, uh, a good time. Um, I think the stories that she sings in this album are, are good. Um, her stories are meaningful and the music backs that up greatly. Um, it, you know, it's, it's collect collectively, this is a good album and, um, that she adds to her discography. Um, it fits, it fits well into what she's already, what she already has. Um, I also think that from top to bottom, it was also constructed very well. Um, I think it flowed nicely from beginning to end. Um, I'm not too terribly disappointed just from the knowledge base, I guess I am, but I mean, relatively speaking, not really disappointed that her two singles were right at the top. Um, it fits just fine. Um, I think that they produced this, this album uh, very well for me. I'm giving this one a seven and a half out of 10. Works out. I think it's fair. Absolutely. So Steve, uh, that is Brandy Carlisle and her album In These Silent Days. It is uh, November the 14th. And you know what day it is, Steve? 
It's comedy, Dave. It's comedy. 100%. So that means that we are hosting our third um, open mic comedy night in the city of Wayland at McDuff's Bar and Grill. We right on the sure corner are. of Main Street and Superior. Um, basically, there's like three stoplights in Wayland. Yep. Um, and this is at one of them. Sure is. Uh, coincidentally, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Wayland, it's... Uh, 20 minutes from Kalamazoo, 20 minutes from Grand Rapids, right by a casino. And the bar that we happen to uh, do our open mic is, is one mile from the highway. So we're just off of uh, US 131. Yep. Um, we have 13 comedians, plus you and I, going to do our little thing here and there. Absolutely. Um, this time, we've only got one. Oh, no, we've got two returning comedians. Mm-hmm. So of the 13, only two of them have been there before. One guy has been at every single one of them, and I don't think he's going to be December yet, but I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't um, put it past him either. But another guy is our, our 17-year-old friend, so uh, one of our high school our high school friend. Absolutely. He's going to be there. Yeah, so, he is. Um, come out if you are in the area and you got nothing to do. It's a free event. This doesn't cost you anything to get in. The comedy is free. The sure drinks is. and the food do cost money, and we do recommend you at least buy one of those things, either some drinks or some food Absolutely. or both, uh, because um, McDuff's has been gracious enough to let us use their space and uh, actually help us with a little bit of payment to do that, mm-hmm. um, to promote and bring people there, and we want them to be successful just as much as we're successful, so helps everybody out. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, other than that, if you are looking for a podcast and you haven't uh, listened to us more often than not, uh, we are on all major podcasting platforms. We're on all the social medias too. We don't post on X very often because we still don't understand what X actually is. Right. Um, 10 in Roman numerals, I guess. 10. Or 100. Yeah. Or is it 10? No, it's 10. Well, I think it's 10. I think you're right. That's yeah, 10. You put a bunch of them together and then you get different, but no, right. how it works out. Yeah, whatever. They add, they add, they add letters for numbers. They're, they're silly. Win in Rome, but I'm not. So there Went it is. Rome. I want to go to Rome. Um, but um, so we're we're all of those places as well. Not only the podcast, but also comedy at McDuff's is our comedy page. Um, you can follow Sling and Weenie's Hot Dog Cart on Facebook, Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, we're kind of everywhere right now. I've been everywhere, man. Pretty much, and uh, we are two weeks basically. Two weeks. From from two going weeks from Friday. Two weeks from Friday. Fourth, fourth annual twelve pods of Christmas. By there the end, are. by the end of this year, we would have done sixty. Is it Ish. almost sixty Christmas yep. podcasts? Yep. Because we do some in November, we do some in July. Usually, we do yep. over here and there. So close to sixty. Absolutely, Christmas albums um, yep. or topics. Holy great. cow, man! It's a great time. So uh, we're gearing up for that. Uh, I think we're going to start recording that in a couple days from yep. uh, re- from air date of this one. So that's kind of nice. Um, yep. Getting get ready to go there. And then we're going to start going into uh, January again. And I think we should probably make that announcement. If you guys haven't noticed, we kind of we kind of dialed back a little bit. Oh, and yeah. we decided that we're going to go to um, this this fall after the craziness of last summer um, and uh, being becoming um, – you know, parents to an exchange student, becoming business owners to hot dog carts, and then promoting so many freaking events, which we love and love every single one of them. We had so much fun. Yeah. Um, 
we decided we were taking some time off this summer, which was great for us. We needed it. We need to take a break. And we're probably going to do something like that again this year. Yeah. Um, we need to build some some uh, margin in our lives. Speaking of margin, we're actually going to start uh, na- narrowing this down to one a week again. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to make some other ones. We're going to have some some smatterings in there. We'll hit the holidays. We'll do some fun ones around there. We'll still do our 12 pods like normal. Yep. But in the season of life that the podcast is in mm-hmm. and the creators, us, hi, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not beneficial for us to do two a week uh, on our mental health, mm-hmm. personally. Um, not yeah. even like family health, physical health. Our mental health is, was, is struggling to try to put out that much content, especially doing all the other stuff that we're doing. Absolutely. It's hard. Uh, yeah. We were... We were machines there for a while, and then we got old and busy and broken. Yeah. So we're still doing the podcast. Podcast isn't going away. Yeah, but um, it'll just but it'll, it'll just be looking like what it has been since the fall. It'll, it'll just be us going to continue. And then we'll mix in some guests every once in a while, but guests are going to be more of a, a luxury instead of a, a guarantee. Yep. Absolutely it's be for fun. So absolutely, if you like us, hi, we like you. Hi. Um, keep coming back, listening to us. Give us more albums to listen to. Um. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to find more fun stuff to do. And we're looking forward to new music coming out. There's so much new music happening. And I love we're it. Excited. Uh, we're going to wrap up a um, a series of podcasts next week. Our Unplugged series is wrapping up mm-hmm. next week. Yep. And then the last podcast of November is going to be a doozy. We talked about it just a few minutes ago. Come back for that one. Uh, it's going to be a great conversation for a fantastic album. Absolutely. But guys... This has been Brandy Carlisle's In the Silent Days, an album of the year nominee uh, for the for the Grammys. Um, and we can't wait to see what's coming up for next year's Grammys. Holy cap, that's I that's know. like in like two weeks. Soon, yeah. Mm, Grammy bet. I gotta do the I gotta do the glitter beard, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I still gotta get the Napster tattoo. <laughs> hey, you gotta get the Napster tattoo. Man, we suck. That's a, see we there, just... we do less podcasts, we can we can handle the bets a little easier, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. All right, guys. So yeah, thank you for listening. Absolutely. If you didn't, if you if you listen to us today on a, a podcast platform besides Spotify, go back to Spotify, turn it on, and then walk away. Absolutely. Uh, help us out there, get some more listeners on Spotify. If not, we appreciate wherever you listen to it today. We will see you again next week as we get back into um some grunge music. Mm-hmm. But we'll see you next week, guys. All right, bye, guys. Notes. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.